They are going crazy already. Uh, they're into all the oh, stuff. Oh, man. Look at all the crap behind us. Christmas. That, that's oh, what cats yeah. do. Lucy, you can't see her, but she's on top of the suitcase it's their over favorite there. playground. I'm going for it. Hmm. Oh, so let me see. It's, it's 10 a.m. and it's a work day. And it's, I've got yeah. a, <laughs> That's that Christmas spirit you were talking about. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm full of the fucking Christmas spirit. Hello and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, Danielle, and I are presenting our holiday episode. Although this year we have to break with tradition. Yes, I'm sorry to say, gentle listener, that Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, all of them have fallen short, as all of them, as far as any of us could tell, have failed to produce a Christmas movie that was based on a book. I can only assume that the AI has finally become powerful enough that they don't even need that flimsy pretext of a book adaptation anymore. Or, I guess it could be my research skills that are lacking, but I guess we can't say for sure. But either way, this year we're doing THE Christmas adaptation, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Which version of the movie should I watch, you might be asking? And I'll tell you, I don't know. Whichever one you want, there are only a thousand of them. So just pick your favorite and give it a rewatch. Or, if you've never watched one, then Muppet's Christmas Carol. Anyway, once you're ready, let's get back into my conversation with the Chris's and Danielle already in progress. Oh my gosh. Maybe now's not the best. Yeah, it's, not, it's, kind of, it's kind of not a great time. But next uh, year yeah, will right. be. I don't think they want us there right now. <laughs> Israel <laughs> does. Israel would love to have you. Yeah, they need people to come spend money, keep the economy going while half yeah. the men are away at war. While we're having wars, so yeah, it's It'll just the other. Let's just hope we don't have one of those next year. I feel like everyone's getting ready to be in a war. Oh boy, Anyways. we're all we're all just like heading that way. <laughs> Merry Christmas, we, everybody! Merry, Merry Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> hope not. Speaking of Christmas, uh, speaking of Christmas, fucking Hallmark failed us this year. They did. They did. They like what a letdown. Cowards. Yeah, cowards. All of them not choosing at least one book yeah. to make into a movie. And let this, me tell yeah. you, their plots aren't, aren't it. Like, they should go back to using a book. <laughs> they gotta do it. Because they aren't it. Well. Which, uh, I really liked that. I really liked that. Richard Paul Evans surely has a hundred more books that they could have done. The Holiday Hotline surely. Guys would have been an amazing book to read, because we all would have been like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be present day, but I swear it seemed like it was, like, in the past. It was like, you've got mail, but it's it was like... What a hotline that people could call if they didn't know how to cook a turkey or something. Right, it was like to t- talk about like cooking, and you wouldn't believe all the people working this hotline and how <laughs> all these people calling. I'm like, do they not have the internet? <laughs> no, <laughs> why are you calling never, someone? Don't we just never Google seen that YouTube shit? before? Yeah, what the fuck is the internet? It was very cheesy, but I was like, okay, this would have been. I said, That's too bad this one wasn't a book. I would have liked that one to be a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came in halfway through that, and it was confusing because the lady was British. 
She was, but she was pretending not to be British. But on the phone line, she had an American accent. Because nobody wanted to take cookie, Thanksgiving cooking advice from somebody with a British accent. No. Okay. Well, what? that's well, where okay. they're wrong. That was what they said. Yeah. That's where they're 100% wrong. Everyone yeah. would love that. Yes. Especially a British lady. Like, have they seen British Baking Challenge or whatever? That Champions? didn't yeah, exist I, yet. I don't know. But she was be- pretending to be not British. And then she was talking to a guy that used his full name instead of, like, his friend's nickname. And talking to him on this hotline but then also she was talking to him in real life but they didn't know it because oh. they didn't they weren't the same on the phone was, i guess it was you've got mail but it was it was like but shitty all calling the stupid hotline like i'm gonna call it like, you work 12 to 8 12 to 8 this was the shift these people were working yeah. 12 to 8 <sighs> like i'm gonna call you during this shift and it's like there's like 17 to 25 people in this room taking these calls and i'm like who who is calling that you need this many no. people I would have taken it a different direction. He'd called a couple of times, and then it would have gotten dirty. <laughs> <laughs> called him like, so what are you wearing? They were just talking about turkeys and stuff and how to make turkeys. And he was trying to, like, make it like his late wife used to do it, I guess. That's a doubt. Uh. Yeah, and he, he wanted to make it special for what the kid. I can't remember if it was a girl or a boy. I don't even girl. remember anymore. It was a girl. Yep. Got to make this turkey right. And, like, luckily she was, like, a chef that escaped England where she was working with like her boyfriend and he like broke up with her so she left and came to America because that's so easy to do do. (laughs) and like lived here just for a little while she's like I don't want to cook it's just too raw but I'll I'll give advice on this hotline Mm -hmm. it was just like if you guys see this on Hallmark you gotta watch it holiday hotline please not after escaping England I watched the whole thing and I'm like this one I didn't hate but also it was really dumb <laughs> but I didn't so, hate it. So hey Danielle. Yeah. If a ghost shows up on Christmas Eve and takes you to Christmas past. Yeah. What's the happiest Christmas they're going to show you before you became bitter? Happiest Christmas before yes. I'm, I'm I'm I would not say I'm even bitter. It would be I'm still I'm still so happy last year. Oh. It would show me last year cuz oh. I'm still so happy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking know. No no ghosts are going to come. I don't believe in them. <laughs> So they're not going to mess okay. with me. That's, That's why they'll show beliefs. up. Because you don't Let's believe say, in them. I don't believe in you, ghosts. Let's say your longtime business partner who's super dead. Oh, man. Like, showed up. So dead. Yeah, so Like, dead. could not be more dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Change to his grievances. The question is, <laughs> just the happiest Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. Probably one when I was a kid. I cannot remember. They were all the same. Fair. They were all the same. <laughs> like, what? I was a kid. Fair. We always went to okay. the same places. Yeah. And did the same stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, nothing was ever different. Okay. Well, see, I was going to say the first Christmas we had in our house with our both of our kids. like, Aww. But I guess just whatever. Like, <laughs> any Christmas. <laughs> My kid Christmas. When I was a kid. Uh, and they, the I used to get VHS tapes as presents. Yes. Yep. Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. That was one of my gifts. What? Yeah. Nice. Oh, man. Bringing it back. What about you, Oh, yeah. If if the ghost of Christmas slash Hanukkah of the past. Four. Yeah? In college. That was literally a few days before I went to Egypt. Oh. That's when my uncle and his last wife were still together. Yeah. And they were hosting Christmases by then. So we were at their house, which was nice. Yeah. Give grandma a break. And the yeah. seating was made it nice and cozy. And Laura used to make this really awesome spinach artichoke dip that we just gorge ourselves on. Ooh, nice. And we get a nice dinner. And I got, that's also when I got the uh, Star Wars trilogy on DVD after it had just come out. Oh my god. On DVD. 
Yeah, yes. it's got with a the bunch rotoscoped of like, lightsabers and everything. Yeah, nice. And it just got a bunch of like cool stuff, but it just felt really cozy and warm and yeah, happy. And like so I was excited about my trip that was coming up. So yeah, that is very nice. Yep. Yes. What about you, other Chris? Uh, probably. Uh, I I would say. For me, probably, um, I think it was maybe 1993. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, specific. so, like, 30 years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, 10. That was a good year. Not quite 10. Yeah, not not quite 10. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Secret of Mana. Oh, ah. shit. That was, that was uh, you know, that that yeah. was that was the one that stands out to me. Yeah. As, like... This was this was a good time. Yeah. What a great game too. What a great game. Yeah. yeah. They need Still. more of these like action RPGs you can play with your friends on the couch. Yeah, exactly. Cuz that was so cool. Yeah. We yeah. never had a third to be the girl though. And also also like uh, you know, fly around on a dragon. Yeah. That's pretty fucking sweet. It was awesome with the mode yeah. 7 graphics and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. <clears throat> Cool. Well, um, also, have, have any has anyone here read any Charles Dickens before? No. No, this is the only one I've ever read. <laughs> Will it be the only one you read <laughs> after this? I feel like it shouldn't be the only one you ever read. Although, if you're going to read one, he's got yeah, many sense. famous books, but yeah, they're also not all of them are Victorian. quite as easy to read, though. Yeah, I don't think. Um, no, this is the first time I've ever actually read. Charles Dickens, although I've always been a fan of his hard cider. <laughs> <laughs> his hard cider, hun. Uh, a hard uh, Dickens cider. Hun. I don't know. Why am I supposed to be that? Is this something that's dirty? <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm ignoring it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so let's mm. talk about uh, Mr. Dickens. So mm. he was born in 1812 in Portsmouth, England. And then he died in 1870, so not quite 60. That was uh, old for that time. Yeah, pretty old, yeah. I guess. And it was weird that he had this large blue nose and was friends with a rat with a New York accent, but yeah. <laughs> in my research I found out about that. So Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> he was the second of eight children and was described as a not overly particularly taken care of boy. Spent a lot of time reading things like The Arabian mm. Nights and Robinson Crusoe as a kid. Mm. Which, I guess, if you've got eight other kids in the house. Yeah, man, like, eight kids? Like, his mom lived a long time, too. She should have died during <laughs> one of those childbirths in that oh, time. Geez. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. She did an excellent job. <laughs> she Way to survive. A, yeah. She yeah. gets full marks. Yeah. Five out of five. Wow. Yeah. I am impressed. <laughs> she made it that far with that many kids. He uh, He had to leave school when he was only 12. So he could go work in a boot factory because his dad was in debtor's prison. Oh, yes. Jesus. So, ten hour days, like, like... Deadbeat dads. Just, just laying some breadcrumbs here. Back to the 1800s so, and beyond. So, so, uh, yeah. Charles, Charles Dickens writes for therapy, is what yes. you're saying. Lived yep. experiences. Like, David yeah. Copperfield comes to mind. And then this in particular, yeah. Uh, um, this is This is how Charles Dickens deals with his emotions. <laughs> He's just like uh, Richard Paul Evans, right? 
Yeah, from yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just put it in the page. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he was a pioneer <laughs> of the serial publication. So, you know, every month or so, a different chapter would come out of one of his books. Mm-hmm. And thus, he's also the pioneer of the cliffhanger ending. Because you got to uh, make sure people buy the next one. Yeah. So, uh, I was surprised Sam Jackson didn't show up at the end of this to be like, Scrooge, I want to talk to you about an initiative. Give, <laughs> give the little uh, oh, post credits stinger, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the publishing of the Pickwick Papers was marked as like a transition from, quote, literature to entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they also talked about he would, since he published periodically, he'd get feedback from people being like, I didn't like how you wrote that guy. He's like, well, I'll change it then. Yeah. Next time I'll do something else. So mm-hmm. he's a pioneer of the focus group also, and therefore one of history's greatest villains. <laughs> I'd have been like, fuck you. I'll write how I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like you shitty like, characters. You, you sorry. write your own book. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't like it. Write your own book. I'm surprised you can even read, you idiots. For real. <laughs> Back in the day. Yes. Uh, I know, One thing I pulled out of the Wikipedia page is that he made a couple of trips to the United States, mm-hmm. including yes. once in 1842. Yep. And because he wanted to see the American prairie, he even made a stop in St. Louis. Hey. I hope he had some St. Louis-style pizza. That was surely around back then. Right? Did he stop my emos? It's just toasted rabs. That's like... Yeah. God, I hope hope they really cooked him up with the real experience back in the He was known to write about the square beyond compare. Some some gooey butter cake, too. I mean, emos is pretty old. Maybe it was around back then. Well, wait. When was the World's Fair? Okay, so he didn't have a waffle cone while he was there. No. No. Anyway. Um, other I don't think there works. was Italians in America yet in 1842 like that. <laughs> At least enough one. to make pizza spread. <laughs> Damn, they At were missing one. out. He could have had it. Yeah. Plus, I don't think pizza had been invented yet because yeah. the first oh, yeah. pizza was the margareta, and that was made yeah. for when the Queen of Italy visited Naples, Ooh. and Italy didn't exist yet in 1842. <laughs> Damn. It was not. It was not a unified country until I think 1861. Something... Something I always forget is like Europe was different. Yep, at different times. Europe. Yes. I bet he didn't even see the arch either. <laughs> no, <laughs> he did not go up in the arch. Don't think. What was the point of coming? He might have ridden on a river business. Boat. Did he beat Daniel Boone? Was that back then? <laughs> <laughs> he might have gone to Daniel Boone's house. Yeah, so I think Daniel Boone was dead by then, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he died at the Alamo the Christmas or is that someone else? That's David yeah. Bowie, I'm thinking of. Yeah, you know, whatever. Same yeah. same difference. They're like the same, whatever. Yeah. He could have gone um, to the Mercantile Library, though. That existed. Yeah. Um, and, and Old St. Charles. Yes. Yeah. They could have seen all the rivers that smell like shit. So they might not have smelled like They didn't smell like shit back then. <gasps> they didn't? It was the oh. source that did. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they might have <laughs> smelled more like shit back then. I mean, there may have been some literal shit around St. Louis, part, yeah. but... Yeah, the waters were all natural the rest of the way, so they weren't as yes. polluted yet. Man, I wish he would have brought his camera so we could see what he like. We saw back then. Post it on his Insta. Yeah, put it on the Insta. Yeah, make it TikTok. Right. <laughs> Charles Dickens doing like a TikTok dance in front of the Missouri River. Yes. All right. Well, that would have been you know. lit. That would have been bussin' bussin'. Now, now I have an idea for my uh, new AI Twitter. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Dickens visiting America. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Anyway, sorry, we can move on from this. <laughs> yes. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, other notable works David Copperfield, Tale of Two Cities, which everyone knows the first line of. What is yep. the first line? Girl. Tale of Two Cities. Is the best of times? Is the worst, oh, of, the worst of times? Okay. Yeah. I never read the Tale of Two Cities. Great Expectations. Oliver Twist, which I only know via Disney Dog cartoon movie. Oh no, I watched I watched one in elementary school that had like people in it and it was like dark. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I think I was in fourth grade. I'm like, what are we watching this for? Oliver. Is that the one where the, I was like, more Like somebody Oliver died, Twist. right? And they showed like the person getting like hit and like pulled out like he died. Whoa. Yeah. It was pretty dark That's for hardcore. my little my little elementary school self. Well. And of course, he also wrote a Christmas Carol. Right. So this book was written in 1843. So like right after you got back from the the West, from America. Yeah. They say it was published on December 19th, mm-hmm. and the first edition is sold out by Christmas Eve. Ah. Well, uh, of course it would be. It's a Christmas Carol. They gotta have something to well, read for their Christmas. Here's the thing that we'll talk about it a little bit more, but it was like very influential in people adopting Christmas as a holiday in general. Oh. Yeah. At least as we understand it now. Like I think right. Chris Ham talked about before in one of our time travel Christmases that like people in the past didn't really give that much of a shit. No. No. Like they maybe went to church. Right. But Christmas parties was influential along with like Queen Victoria. Yeah. In talking about how it could be like a personal and family celebration. Right. It's not just about going to church. It's about like being nice to your fellow man and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they had already gone through 13 editions of it by the end of 1844. And it has never been out of print. Not Almost once. 200 years. So do they That's make the updates wow. when they release new editions? Sometimes. Like they put different illustrations. Hmm. They find it differently. Mm-hmm. Like this one. I want to look at it. Look at it. It's got it's fancy as fuck. It's so it fancy. Is fancy. It's got gold pages. Man, the, um, the nice. version of uh, the version that I got on uh, Google uh-huh. Google Books, yeah, was like full of annoying edit marks. Like whoever, uh, <laughs> oh, like no. whoever was reading it was very critical of the readings. Oh, no. Like man, like <laughs> let it go. Yeah, like. I, I don't need you crossing out words and like shortening sentences and stuff. Like, what the fuck? Once again, right? I'm surprised you can even read, you idiots. Like, yeah, don't like, you edit <laughs> Charles Dickens? Yeah, I, yeah. I know, I, I know writing better than Charles Dickens. These illustrations are <laughs> like terrifying. Kind of a... <laughs> the illustrations in oh this version God. were old, very old style. They're scary. A bit scary. Kind of like woodblock prints almost. Ugh. Well, I mean, but, I think. I think they were actually. Yeah, it probably would have been, yeah. The the forward in the version that I read was talking about the art that they put in there and like Yeah, yeah like like there were uh woodcuts and um in in the early editions of the book they were actually hand colored. Oh jeez. Mm-hmm. So That's hard work. That is hard Yeah, work. and and they they talked about how Charles Dickens was kind of disappointed in the uh, amount of money he made from it because it was so expensive to produce the book. Oh my god! Yeah, that's kind of awesome. Like, like, oh, you were going to get a thousand pounds from the first run, you thought, but no, you only got like two hundred. Yeah, and he's like, everyone's a Scrooge. Books that yeah. people have to do. 
and, and so wiser. like so like he he never in any of his books afterwards did any color illustration <laughs> wise smart yep. yeah they talked about how um he started publicly reading like a shortened version of this each year and mm-hmm. formed it something like 127 times oh wow oh. before he died and like he when the last time he did it he died like the next year so wow, wow. so yes um, it had been adapted to the stage as early as 1844. People were already putting on plays version of it. Wow. Um, they say the earliest film version was 1901, which was a oh. silent black and white movie called Scrooge or Marley's Ghost. Huh. And it was also a radio play in uh, 1923. Oh. So, so yes. Um clearly his most adapted work right yeah as as we'll i'm sure we'll discuss um so we talked about this a little bit already but it was influential in shifting the idea of christmas from like church centric to something you do with your friends and family mm-hmm. yeah and it uh even popularized the greeting of merry christmas to one another as something you just say like a uh, shorthand for like Hope everything's cool and it's Christmas. Yes, and a lot of things from the book became shorthand for describing people like a Scrooge or like mm-hmm. Scrooge McDuck. We can call someone a Scrooge and we know what they mean. Yeah. Or even saying bah humbug. Or good Which, afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Which I meant to look this up, but as far as like things being a humbug, like what the hell? What is that? So Was that a thing? A, a humbug is actually like uh, it's also a candy. Oh, like a hard candy. But mm. I think I think that it's like um, I don't know, like bullshit. Basically, <laughs> he called Christmas a bunch of bullshit. Bah, yeah, humbug. like ah, was, like fuck your bullshit. <laughs> That's bah humbug. Like that ah, bah fucking humbug. Christmas. Yeah, fuck fuck your Christmas. You and your baby in a manger. Yeah. Or whatever, but but uh, I you know I I think I think the idea is that a humbug is like kind of a uh, I don't know like a like a trifle like it's yeah. nothing. Oh uh, okay, I get that. So, uh, Danielle, you didn't read it. Nope. Chris, another Chris, did you read through it? I did. What were your impressions? I mean, I I really enjoyed the writing actually. Yeah. Like, like Charles Dickens as a narrator. Like, I, I kind of enjoyed his voice and like his, uh, you know, like, like you definitely get the impression sometimes that he's getting paid by the word. <laughs> and so he'll, he'll find a way to like say a lot about nothing. And it's kind of great, actually. Yeah. I'm like, like I, I enjoyed his little sort of literary diversions talking about like, like, you know, like, well, I use this phrase, but I don't want to offend anybody. And like, <laughs> you know, like, right. like, like I'm only using it in the way that people are using it now. And I don't want you to get confused about it, but I'm just saying <laughs> it because this and like, he'll write an entire paragraph about why he like chose the words he chose or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, and like, you know, like, like it is just, uh, I don't know. I, I. I enjoy that voice sort of that that sort yeah. of like uh yeah he'll he'll get lost in little like literary dalliances you know right yeah yeah 
I did like the way he would, like you're saying, not only take little asides, but like let his narrator be like kind of like emotionally ecstatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From time to time, like, oh man, you wouldn't believe all the food they fucking had. Like there was a pig. Yeah. There were like chestnuts and shit. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was like very awesome. conversational that way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say you, Chris. Well, I mean, it was good to read it again. I had to read yeah. it in high school. Yeah. Once in freshman English, and it was really enjoyable then. So I had a good time rereading it, discovering, yes, yeah. I still like it. Um, I always thought it was great to actually, like any book, to get just insight, more insights into characters a bit than I knew from, like, the movies. Yeah. And yeah. just the kind of the cultural glimpse of everything, too. You know? Right. But that's me. I always like that stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good. It's probably the only, like I said, it's probably the only Dickens I'll ever read. I did try to read A Tale of Two Cities before, and I just couldn't, yeah, couldn't do it. The language, the language is a little too archaic for me, but here at least it was all pretty enjoyable, so it made everything, all the reading easier. Well, I didn't read it, but our son did. Levi had to read it for honors (laughs) language and then had to write something about it. He read the play version, yeah. Oh, okay. You should have him on here. He could tell you about it. Maybe yeah. I will. Yeah, should have had go get him from like school. Levi. Go get him from school. He's gonna be on the podcast. Tell you about this book. Well, I bet he I, would be fucking thrilled by that. Right? He's been on like, before. He talked about Dune. Yeah, because he had watched that movie with us. He was like, it was mm-hmm. dumb. <laughs> I also. Loved it's like, where was Zendaya? That's all he wanted. She was She's not in, in the first half. <laughs> um, She's in the second. Yes. So. Yeah, I'd never read this before. I had seen probably a play or two, like at the Fox right. when we were growing up. And yeah, I remember it scared I the that. shit out of me as a play, mm-hmm. um, as a kid. And yeah, I was uh, surprised how unstuffy and formal it was. Right. And I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just because of the age I read it at, but something I had never really picked up before in the whole Christmas Carol story is just the idea of like, um, why Scrooge is such a shithead. Yeah. Like, cause you're, you're used to him being like, Oh, he just loves money and is uh, mean. No, but it's not to it. Thinking about like, but, but why, like, why is he so withdrawn from society and people? Yeah. Why is yeah. he so focused on just like his business? He's probably right. cause, like, cause like the only thing he's got yeah. left, like, he was like abandoned basically as a child in a boarding school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't remember if they said this in the play, but like his sister is dead. Uh, yeah. yeah. His nephew is the only one left. And so he doesn't right. want to hang out with him because he killed his sister. He's reminded of his dead sister. Who's like exactly. the only one he used to have any sort of emotion for. Like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, his, his his wedding didn't work out. His, his marriage didn't work out because he was too focused on business and making life better for himself. So, yep. um, and you know, we went also this weekend and saw a play version locally, which I don't know. They really played up the aspect of like having like live music in the play. Yeah, uh-huh. it was a musical somehow. And so the part where they had like Fezziwig's party and everyone was getting together and playing music and having fun. I was like, oh, shit, I get it. Like, the point is, like, reuniting with, like, friends and humans and people. Yeah. And, like, that's the real reclamation he's having. Not, like, you should pay money to charity. Like, 
that's all well and yeah. good, but right. Uh, so yeah, like understanding it on a new level now. I yeah, was really no. This very is impactful. like like yeah. the, the, It's Scrooge going to therapy. Yeah, basically exactly. is basically what's happening. <laughs> like, like like why oh, are you so you... fucked up? Let's go see. Yeah, <laughs> let's right. address yeah. it. Why 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 are you such an unhappy person? What what right. is it that drove you to become the person that you are? And right, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 talk about it and deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then realize maybe there's a, a better way you can be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the fact that he had basically already decided he was going to change after the first ghost. And was, like, shocked that he still ended up with the last one. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, ironically, because the book was so influential in having people adopt, like, Christmas traditions. I feel like it's also... Um, done a disservice if like the takeaway you have is like you should celebrate christmas right <laughs> <laughs> like all the hallmark movies that we see and have talked about before where they're like uh you don't just know understand what it's like to have christmas anymore like let's go to a gazebo yep. and light a christmas tree like, that's what you gotta do like no let's like, walk thing, around with our lattes yeah yeah the thing you gotta do is like be close to other humans yeah and, right <laughs> and like be nice to people <laughs> right. Like it can be cool what to hang out thought. with people. Yeah. What a thought. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Human um, interaction. Um so I do have like some general notes about the book for anyone who didn't read it, but um like you were saying, uh he certainly went out of his way to make sure we knew that Marley was dead. Uh -huh. like, you gotta understand, this guy was really dead. <laughs> Him coming back a ghost is not cool unless he's dead. Yeah. So uh, this, this next part's not gonna shock you if you don't know <laughs> right. that he was dead. That he's dead. And man, so dead. So in dead. the play, he was <laughs> a lady. Yes. Oh. Was a lady. In the play, they did the thing where like whoever can play the role you're you're in, mm -hmm. including okay. when Scrooge was a kid, he was a certain ethnicity. When he was an older man, he was a different one. And then when he was even older, he was a third. So, he was a very flexible man. Yeah. yeah. He was very diverse. <laughs> very diverse. That's excellent. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's he's a cold, cold man. And no one understood him. Not even his woman. Not even his woman. Yeah. Like even, so she left him. Even blind men's dogs are like, it's a good thing you're blind or you'd have to look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there was something wrong with his nose. Like, he did not look right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and they they noted him about having forgotten how to. Oh, right. This is a line Fred said. Like he had stopped seeing men as fellow passengers to the grave, which I thought mm -hmm. was a great yeah. turn of phrase. Yeah. Like, listen, we're all in this shithole together. Like, we're exactly. all going the right. same place. Yeah. Right. It's like, come to dinner with us. He's like, I'll see you in hell first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, one of the things I liked is, like, the very Victorian-era, like, editing for it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, basically he told him the most extreme thing you can think of. That's what he said. I won't actually write it out, because that would be offensive to you. But <laughs> <laughs> Or later, when they're making their business deal, he's like, he's going to whisper it in their ear. I yeah. won't tell you how much money I give you. That'd be obscene, but... It would be. It would be. All of uh, it. But I liked the way that, like, characters that we know from seeing the movies, like, didn't even get named at first. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's his clerk. Mm -hmm. 
and yeah. his nephew showed up. Like, who cares who they are? He doesn't. Right. They're just people. They don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked Marley's uh, idea that, like, the thing people have to do is go and be among their fellow men. And if you didn't do it when you're alive, well, you're fucked. Because that's what yep. you're going to do the rest of your life. Yeah. And all the other spirits he saw that night. Uh, just being really in agony, they can't help people anymore. Yeah. Yeah. If I only could help somebody, I could stop doing this, but I can't. Yeah. So, so that's their version of hell, I guess. Uh, so make sure you help people, everybody. That way you don't have to go share that fate. Yeah. <laughs> hell is hot and long, so go help some people sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Ghost of Christmas Past, I thought was cool. Like the way they described it as being like childlike, but also kind of an old guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. with very long and strong arms, like kind that could grip you really hard. An mm -hmm. old guy that's far away. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and with like a Lovecraftian number of arms and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> ever <laughs> shifted. Right. In the play, we saw it was his mother. Yes, in the play we saw it was his mother, and I could see down his mother's shirt. And so I was distracted. Oh but... my god. Uh -oh. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Uh -oh. I'm like, this is my favorite ghost. <laughs> yes. Uh and with a bright light on its head that you could put a cap on if you wanted to. But mm -hmm. he had treated him to not. But uh yeah, so they go back and look at stuff in his past, like being left alone with just books as his friend as a kid. And uh in particular Fezziwig's party where, oh my god, they danced like a motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah. they did. <laughs> there were a number of moves they did, and man, you wouldn't believe it. They did them. Yeah, yeah they. Oh, that man. part, I'm like, I got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they did Lots something. Of fancy dance moves. Some fancy dance moves. There was yeah. like the London Bridge thing going <laughs> through the arms. I don't know. <laughs> but the uh, takeaway from that was like at the end when they're cleaning up, and he's like, you know, like this. Party cost him like three pounds, and look how happy everybody was. I'm like, yes, employers, please reread this book. Employers, like you could spend very little money and have a very outsized impact. Well, this, this book's probably banned. They can't read it. I bet <laughs> three pounds back then though was like three hundred dollars. So still, yeah, still that's not bad for food and band and all that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, and Plus, a whole uh, pig's head you know, or whatever and merriment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have a whole pig's head. Or whatever. They had roasted and boiled. Oh my god. Yeah. You know? That is fancy. They had both. Right? Yeah. At our it's Christmas like party we had roasted a nacho tachos, bar. Which was pretty good still, but... Yeah. There was not it's as much frivolity. Oh, that's unfortunate. Bugs don't let you get drunk or anything. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Spend $300 and get us all drunk. Yeah, and that's what my company does, and I that's, love them for it. That is smart. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, let's have some poor decisions made. Come on. Yeah, right. That's what makes memories. Absolutely. Exactly. No one's going to remember taking um, a selfie with like little mustaches you hold up. People are going to remember when someone got too drunk and made an ass of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Or you catch two of your coworkers in the supply closet together. <laughs> so. Yeah. Or in their parked car outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, but, you know. <laughs> People are uh, enjoying life. Yes. 
but that and him noticing the impact he can have just by like lightening his employees' work just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, just a little. Just like let's let's do less with more. Right. <laughs> Instead of the other way around for once. Yeah. 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 The, they had that scene with Belle, which I guess that was her name or she was just being fond of her, I don't know. But uh-huh. Yeah. Being like I know you'd never miss a chance to profit off of a dowry, so we're not going to get married. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Way to be a dick. And then they got to see her playing with all of her kids with her other guy who's like, I don't care if you have a dowry. Yeah. And right. even here, the narrator's like, and those lucky fucking kids, like, were crawling all over her and, like, touching her and stuff. <laughs> and they were allowed to because they were kids. And I'm not because yeah. I'm a narrator. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what the fuck, narrator? Like, calm down. A very thirsty narrator in this book. Yeah, well, you know, I, like, I, I didn't, I didn't get, like, any kind of a creepy sense out of that particular thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I really did get the sense that he was just like, you know, it would have been, it would have been nice just because she's a lovely lady or whatever yeah. and not necessarily, like, <laughs> Like a creepy thing, like, oh man, I wish I was a kid so I could. Like, okay, maybe uh, I'm telling on myself a little bit. But that's how I would. Yeah. <laughs> Looking down Scrooge's mom's shirt. Yeah, I couldn't help it. We were so high up. <laughs> she was like right underneath us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, the Christmas present ghost was like Jolly Green Giant guy. Yeah. And I like that he lives like for a day. And he's had, yes. like, 1,800 brothers and sisters. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, the thing I liked in that section was him being like, well, listen, Mr. Ghost Guy, like, if you're so big on enjoying your life, how can you make everyone go to church? And he's like, well, listen, I don't make them do anything. A lot of people say things in my name and fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do what you want. Yeah. 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 Uh... And, like, the extra scenes we never really get in the movies, like, going to visit miners and lighthouse keepers and people at sea. Right. And like, everyone can celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even you. Yeah. <laughs> Even you. You can get drunk in a lighthouse. Yeah, it's yes. fine. That's a, that's a Christmas celebration, too. It's a great mm-hmm. place to be. It is. Yeah. To be drunk. As long yeah. as there aren't any ships coming by. <laughs> as long as the uh, light's on doing its thing, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the scenes that they had with the Cratchit family, I wanted to ask everyone, like, how hard was it to make pudding, like, in the 1800s? Like, it seemed like a big deal. Hard. I think it was different than the pudding we eat. I guess so, but, like, Plus, it should be, like, a bread pudding thing. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been a, it would have been a bread pudding, and, like, like, you know, it's got a... It's got to kind of cook for a long yeah, time. Figgy pudding is. Yeah, you got to. I mean, cook I it. mean, think think about it. Think about Probably it this like way: like, like you could, like it's it's gonna it's gonna steam for a really long yeah. time over yeah. a fire. Yeah, and you like, have to control with wood or coal. And and keep in mind that like they they don't even have their own oven, right? Like they gotta they gotta send fire. a goose out to an actual baker with an oven yeah. to like uh... cook it properly. So like it is it is a a process that is potentially fraught with peril and they even brought up the possibility that like because they were doing it outside in the shed or whatever that like somebody could have just fucking stolen it 
Yeah. It doesn't look like any pudding. pudding I know. It's got yeah, it's like, like a like, tree. It's like fire coming out of it. Like what the hell? It's got like oh a yeah. Tree up <laughs> no, they they mentioned that too. That it was like uh, soaked in brandy and they lit it on fire. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. This is like um, what's it called? Dragon Snap or whatever, like Snapdragon yeah, that they would play back in the day. It's like a it's it's big moment too, right? Because like if it's too wet, like it's not gonna flambéed. Yeah. Well, everyone agreed that Miss Cratchit did fine. Yeah, everyone agreed. Yes. And and it would have been offensive. Absolutely <laughs> offensive if we said it was too small. Yeah. Just Yes. So much so. Yeah. Yes. None of them were thinking that. None. Right. Not not one of them. <laughs> no. Certainly wouldn't have said it out loud. No. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> um so Tiny Tim is in this book. Mm-hmm. Um Yes. And He's like the what um archetype of like the the angelic put upon suffering child or whatever. Yeah. And I like the note about him coming back from church. I'm like, well I'm glad everyone saw me there because then they can remember that God heals lame people. Yeah. <laughs> right. God, bro. bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Little bro, come on now. Which I guess he could consider himself healed because he had like a brace and methods of yeah. Locomotion, but yeah. Um, and I personally related to Mrs. Cratchit like going the fuck off on her husband's employer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because I do it. Because <laughs> yeah. my wife does it all do it the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. Like I'm just trying to tell you about my day. Right. Like those fucking idiots don't know what they're doing over there. I know. <laughs> I will drink to his health only because it's Christmas. I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> She's a better wife than me. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm glad She's, you agree. She makes me puddings. She never made me pudding once. I, I bought you a There you go. That's the same. Out. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's basically the same. Basically the same. Yeah. And I don't have to go right. like down the street to cook it either, so. <laughs> uh, there's also like a scene that I don't think I've picked up on in any of the other versions where right when he's getting ready to leave Christmas presents ghost. There's like two monster children with him. Oh, yeah. Like monstrous, deformed children of uh, want yeah. and ignorance. Yeah, they like, usually leave that out. Like, look the fuck out for these guys. Uh huh. They'll mess you up. Um, I, I've seen that in like some versions of it, but yeah, they usually yeah. leave it out. Yeah. That's com- complicated, I guess. It's harder to land, but. Um, so the Ghost of Christmas Future as always feels very rushed. I was like, I'm tired of this. Like, let's just get this done. Like, yeah. You're bad. Go to hell. You die. <laughs> You're going to hell. Tiny right. Tim's dead. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Let Olaf, uh, do the retelling <laughs> of this like he dead. does in the Frozen movies. Yes. Um, so yeah. The Dementor shows up and points at shit. <laughs> Scrooge is like very resistant to yeah. realizing that it's him who's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, As he yeah, would like a, be, I think. There's an extra scene in here about um, he's like, show me somebody who's happy because this guy or has a fond memory of this guy who's dead here, who I won't acknowledge as me. And he takes and shows them like, some people who owed him a lot of money. I'm like, yep. hot damn, he's dead. Like, <laughs> yep. I don't have to pay him. <laughs> Even if I don't have to pay him, like, surely right. anyone else will be nicer. Yep. 
Yeah. And uh, the extra scene of like Fred showing up to Bob Cratchit's comforting him after Tim's death. Which yeah. I thought, what a good dude he that is Fred is. Dude. Right? He's he's the guy. So yes. Anyway, the book was uh-huh. very enjoyable. With some extra details you might not have picked up on if you ever right. or saw Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> which is the best one? Well, that's what I was going to ask next. So as far as the movie, like, which one is the best one? I think Mickey's Christmas Carol is the best one. Yeah. Fuck you, I Muppets. Did, I, I did not like it <laughs> in the play uh-huh. that we saw. Where he, like, and I guess in the book, they don't go to Bob Cratchit's house, but I like that the best. Go, go bring him the turkey and the toys and hold yeah. Tiny Tim in the rocking chair. Like, best part. Yeah. <laughs> Rewrite it. Well, it would have been weird, I think, for him to show up if he's never, like, paid them a visit before. Yeah. Just to bust him, like. Yeah, your boss just, like, kicks down your door shit for and your holiday. Like, What's up? Well, he's like, here's some more laundry for you to do. It made sense. Yeah, that was that was original to that version of the story, though. Like doing the laundry. Mickey's Boy. Christmas Carol is my favorite. Although when I was little, I remember it. It felt much longer than it yeah. actually is. It felt like yeah. feature length. It was very short. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna go out and say that 20 minutes is about the right length of any version of the story. <laughs> you do not need to belabor it. The play we saw was good, though. Play was good, but it had no it intermission. Good. Like they got no right through it. We just had to go. Yes. But it was almost two hours, so it's like yeah. an hour and forty five minutes, so significantly. Well, that's because they stopped and had like a party in the middle. And they had to like sing us songs and stuff. Yeah. 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 Chris, what's your favorite version of Christmas Carol? Uh, well my most enjoyable favorite version is of course Muppets. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But <laughs> I do actually like the weird Jim Carrey. One, two. Yeah. And we just watched that so, a little yesterday. It's kind of scary. It's very scary. It is a little bit. Because but of Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> it should keep you on your toes a little. The play was scary, too, though. Like, the Marley yeah. lady came out of, like, the bed, and she was, like, yeah. in chains, and, like, her face looked like dead person. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. there's children here. Like, they're going to be terrified of this. <laughs> it is a ghost. They're good. Good. They should She had, like, scary. voice changer, so she uh-huh. sounded like demon person. Like, it was like, oh, yeah. I was like, That's oh, my awesome. God, where's my Mickey's That's Christmas cool. girl? <laughs> Not here. It's safe. That's the safe No, nope. You want a Goofy to show up? Yeah. Woohoo! Falling <laughs> down the steps. Right. I like that version more thinking of, like, Goofy in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Scrooge. They're shoving things where you wouldn't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> they never leave you be. Right. Yeah, like, my big complaint about the Zemeckis version is that there's too much roller coaster shit going on, which, I mean... I guess it's not... Wasn't that a 3D movie? Yeah. It's not, like, completely uncalled for, since there's a lot of, like, whisking people around in the story. But, I don't know. A little too much to have him, like, running from the ghost of Christmas future for, like, half of an hour. Like, settle down. It was was scary. (laughs) I agree with you there. Settle it down. And, uh, Bob Cratchit looking like, uh, Tim Howard. Why was he a hobbit <laughs> in that version? I don't so know. Because he was Gary Oldman. And most yeah. everyone else looked like who they were. Like, Did not look I like Gary know. Oldman. I question your decisions, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, he looks like a hobbit. I like that it's creepy. It is creepy. <laughs> it should be a scary ghost story bit with yeah. some redemption in there. Yeah. yeah. At least he for a be, movie adaptation. You should be being threatened with hell for the rest of your life because you're a shithead. Yep. Yeah. 
How else do we encourage people to pay better? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta scare the shit out of them. Yeah. Yep. Um, what do you think, other Chris? I I also uh, Muppets. Yeah. 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 Muppets is pretty good. It's just I think, adorable yeah. and fun. I think and I think I, I actually uh only watched uh the Mickey Christmas Carol once and yeah, uh, yeah. I I was young enough that I was actually pretty traumatized by it, yeah. I think. Like the yes. like the fucking like showing him the grave at the end. Yeah. That was kind of same scary. same thing with uh same thing with Scrooged. Yes. Oh yeah. Which yeah. I, I do like that movie a lot but yeah when i saw it when i was younger like like him uh him being cremated and like trying to pull <laughs> his own casket out of the fire like yeah that's pretty fucked up yeah yeah like, like in particular yeah. that ghost scared the shit out of me too I don't oh I yeah that's why that one's a good grown-up well, adaptation. i know what we're watching yeah. tonight yeah watch is that yeah. old it's old enough yeah it's what, like, like 80s yeah I late 80s saw that one. is it a cartoon no it's no. bill murray no it's bill live murray. action bill murray mm-hmm it's great. Yep. yep. I like it in Muppets how it's like the Muppets are in one movie and Michael Caine is like in a completely different movie. <laughs> That's what makes it great. It, together. it really yeah. highlights yeah. how much of a like separation he's got from everybody else in town. Exactly. It's like they say when he filmed it, he treated it as this completely serious production. Well, yeah, the I, Muppets were his fellow actors. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how he and, acts. And he did a and. Good job. You know, also, also, I think that, like, uh, I don't know, like, like, if you ever, again, like, I don't know, see bloopers and outtakes from, like, Muppets mm-hmm. or Sesame Street, like, you really do get the sense, you know. Yeah. Like, like, they're in fucking character. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They are, they are actors. Yes. Well, I always love, too, just as a side, when you bring that up, the corollary to that is Tim Curry, when he did, like, Muppet Treasure Island or something, acted like he was another Muppet. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, that's and, great. And speaking of Muppets, uh, on my TikTok yesterday, Kermit the Frog reminded me that Bob Cratchit made, what, like 15 shillings a month or yeah. whatever? And in today's money, that would have been $18 an hour. Yeah. So <laughs> even Ebenezer Scrooge pays more than minimum wage. Oh, snap. Yep. So. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And that was barely enough for the, because of the overpriced housing, right in London. Because there's so and many all of people his that kids. rush there. Yeah, yeah. All of his goddamn kids are everywhere. But that's why housing and poverty was so bad because they didn't have enough housing, and so many people lived there, and they all had huge families. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll hurry up and die, though," said Scrooge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Take care of the surplus or whatever. Yeah. Like, don't worry, old man. You're gonna die alone in your bed. <laughs> and they're gonna steal, they're gonna your, steal shirt, your things. The literal yeah. shirt off your back. But not anymore, because so. he's gonna change his ways. Right. I like it how he's gonna change his ways, and so therefore he's just not gonna die. I guess that's just well, but no, yeah, will, because but like they said he died early because no one tended to him while he was sick. Yeah. It was like the next year. You know what though? Right. This he probably could die anyway without with people tending to him. You just know, no, you know true. which way it's going to go. He was living yeah, but I mean, this way at least he's not going to spend eternity like Marley. Yeah, probably not going <laughs> to. So. And, and yeah, like also, also maybe people aren't going to steal his shit, and like <laughs> yeah. maybe people aren't going to like you know say horrible shit about him after he's dead. <laughs> the Muppets aren't going to sing a song about how much of a jerk you are just yeah. walking yeah. down the street. Yeah. 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 Um, 
The other one I was going to mention, aside from the ones we talked about already, is uh, the movie we watched last year, Spirited. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. With uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. was pretty good. It okay. wasn't a direct adaptation of Christmas Carol, but it was kind of like the idea of there being like a Christmas Carol situation for shitheads every year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, where they would go through and find the key things from your past that would make you realize why you're such a jerk mm-hmm. and then show them to you. Uh, and notable, if only for like uh, Ryan Reynolds's Ghost of Christmas Past being a lady that he fucked. Ah. <laughs> like, instead of like <laughs> looking at his past, so someone else had to sub in for her. So. <laughs> like, they bang immediately. So. Anyway. <laughs> you should watch it. It's it fun. is funny. It's fun. It's fun they and sing funny. A good, good afternoon song. That's yes. amazing. They do pay a visit back to Dickensian England. And talk about oh. how saying good afternoon was basically like telling someone to fuck off. Whole <laughs> good song afternoon. Good afternoon. Storm out. said that in the play many times. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> he hates the these off. guys. He wants like, to have a good afternoon. Get the fuck out. Get out. Um, all right. So any other final thoughts about Christmas Carol? It's a delightful story that people should read. Yeah, so they understand all the movie adaptations better and can pick out their favorites. <laughs> and, I don't know. Yeah. Just remember the importance of being a better human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. use it so, for a bit of uh, self-reflection, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Good luck with that. Don't nope. value money over everything, because then you'll be alone in the end. Yes. <laughs> Just remember having contact with other humans is important. Yeah. It is, for your psychological well-being. I saw a thing the other day that was like, even just going out and talking to people at stores sometimes like does yeah. wonders for your mental health. Yeah. So you don't have to make friends with the the late night gas station attendants if you don't want to, but in general, but if you go all the time, eventually you will because you see each yeah. other all the time. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, just... "Hey, blue shirt," type of deal, something like that. <laughs> you know. And they'll yeah. surprise you if you get a consistent order. They might have it ready for you. Yeah. You know. Just. Just say something nice to people every once in a while. Like, strike a yeah. conversation up or something. Right. Like, and I donate all about... your money to charity. <laughs> well, they didn't even say it was going to be all of it. Like, just <laughs> a considerable number of back payments were going to be included. Mm. Well, giving so. makes people feel better, so. Yeah. It's true. It's a win-win. Yeah. And give back to your employees if you can. Get them give drunk. Me- Give them a, a three this boss. year. Like, be charitable. Give them yeah. A three. yeah. Yeah. Give them a three. <laughs> Make sure they have a real break and don't have to do interim analysis of 14 <laughs> reading standards from the state of North Carolina because they can only track progress with data, yes. apparently. Yep. You'll be Can't shocked. trust the teachers. How much of an impact on productivity it can be to give people an actual fucking break. Yeah. Where they don't have to work at all or sign in and do a little thing here or there. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, Danielle, do you have anything else that's good? Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I, I'm hungry. You kind of I covered want to have it. lunch. Me too. You kind of covered it with your um what was the Hallmark movie you recommended we all watch? Oh yeah. Uh, Holiday, Holiday Hotline. Hotline. Yeah. Holiday. If Hotline. you see it, guys. Take the time and say, watch that. 
two Hallmark channels have showed up in our favorites lists on our TV, and I'm not pleased about that. <laughs> we can we can delete them after Christmas. Okay. But I just wanted to have easy access because for a while there wasn't any Christmas movies on, that's and true. so that's the only one that was showing them. So I had to watch those. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't seen Elf nearly enough this year. No, it's no. not on the TV channels anymore. We have to like play it ourselves. I've seen Home Alone yeah. one and two a thousand times, and the different Grinches, which I mean, we we do love the Grinch movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But they're like mixing in Frozen and Frozen Two, and like those aren't really Christmas movies. No, like no. one is definitely in the summer. Yeah. yeah. And two is like Thanksgiving. So that's what was yeah. on yeah. last night. I'm like holiday baking championship, and my kid was like, "This is boring. Can we put something else on? Like, I want to see <laughs> what they're gonna boring. make with this puff pastry." Yeah. <laughs> no. Make a stocking. God, what are we making? <laughs> I want to eat that. Cool. Cool. Eat it. So, Holiday Baking Championship is what's good. Yeah, Holiday right on. Holiday Hotline. And Holiday right Hotline on. on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> okay. What about you, Chris? Well, my favorite stupid holiday movies are those Christmas Prince movies on Netflix. Oh, my God. With, oh, the ones with Vanessa, Vanessa Hutchins? Oh, no, no. That's no, not that the one. Girl from My Zombie. Oh. I don't know. I hear that. And it's some fake country. It's kind of like. Princess Diaries and uh-huh. all shit, except sure she's that not a princess. Sure, that wasn't with Vanessa Hutchins. No, you're but thinking she, of... But uh, she becomes, you know, engaged to the prince of some made-up country. And yeah. Then is the queen and then has a baby. That's the three movies. Oh, my God. Oh, Rose so, MacGyver? Is that her yeah, name? Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't uh-huh. know her. Okay, I guess we haven't seen these. Well, well then the your homework is to watch Yeah, Zombie. there's one. It's like the print the something switch. Oh, Princess Switch. That's right. Yeah, um, those, are, those are Christmasy <laughs> movies, though. They're so like, that's always my... My fun, stupid yeah. ones. And we've watched other stuff, too. Brittany's really into Christmas, so we started having to watch shit after Thanksgiving. <laughs> she wanted to yeah. start watching it when it hit November, but I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have done the annual wa- watching of Elf. Yeah. Christmas Story. We did the Home Alones. Yeah. One and two, the only ones worth watching. Um, yeah, you don't watch the other know. ones. No, we don't talk about the other ones. <laughs> right. We watched A Nightmare Before Christmas last night. Yeah. So that was fun. There's a few probably left to go. Mm. We're going to the movies tomorrow night, apparently. I think yeah. to see Godzilla Minus One or whatever it's called. Ooh. That is excellent. I want to yeah. see that. And I'll, I'll, I can throw that out there as my something good, nice. I suppose. Go for then it. That yeah. Rebel Moon's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Part one. I'm looking forward to that. So, all right. What about Wonka? No, I don't really give a <laughs> shit. We're gonna go see that. I With, guess. Sorry, Timothy Chalamet. I, I wanted Dune instead. That should have been out of the writer strike. <laughs> why are they? Why did they hold it? Den, it was supposed to already Denis be out. Because Denis wanted to show solidarity for the strike, as yeah. you know. Guild but it's over. Well, it's now over. Yeah, they pushed it. Yeah, he's oh, holding it hostage. Yeah. For a release until the strike was over. So then they had, it has a release date, but I think it's in March or something now. Yeah. I want to see the color so. purple too, but that's like released on Christmas Day. Yeah. Not yeah. like my mom, I think, would have liked to see that, but it's Christmas Day. We can still do it. Oh, and then on Christmas Eve, I signed up for Temple's Chinese in a Movie Night. Nice. Ooh. So that'll be fun. So six the o'clock's most... Chinese dinner, and then we're watching uh, The Princess Bride. A Jewish tradition. Yeah, yeah, the most Jewish of yeah. holiday traditions, getting yeah. Chinese food on Christmas. I love yep. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Cool. So tell us about Godzilla Minus One. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so? It was not in English, right? 
No, it is a Japanese movie. Godzilla okay. like, like like most of the uh the Godzilla <laughs> movies. Yeah. Um it it uh you know it so it it it's I I suppose you could call it a prequel of sorts because mm-hmm. it is Oh yeah. I mean and it's you know kind of there in the title, right? Godzilla minus 1 like right. kind of a, a a nice thing, but it's it's basically um uh, it it starts right at the end of World War Two. Oh, and uh, um, it like if if you're gonna go see it, I don't want to spoil it too much. Um, okay, but basically, um, I I will say that it is, uh, um, I I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it is it is the third best rated Godzilla movie and oh, nice. I, yeah. I do agree with it of the ones that I've seen I would mm-hmm. I would put it as the uh the third best mm-hmm. and the themes that it deals with are sort of like uh survivor's guilt and like uh uh unfinished business and like right you know self-sacrifice and survival interesting you know? It it sounds good. Yeah, you know, like like all the all the best Godzilla movies. Like it's not really about Godzilla. It's about right. like the the human drama and sort of the commentary on society. I think. Yeah. Right. You nice. know, like like oh, if if you're if you're used to like a certain type of Godzilla movie that's more about like just effects and destruction and yeah. like that kind of thing like maybe this isn't one that you're gonna go for <laughs> right um but it's like an old style yeah and yeah. and i would say that like um it it's pretty melodramatic mm-hmm. um but i think that the emotions are effective like they affected me yeah you know uh, maybe it's maybe it's the kind of thing where uh i don't know if 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 you're the type of person like I am, you watch this movie and you're kind of like, like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Shut up. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's that kind of fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh like, no, I, I cry all the time at movies now. Like I, I cried at a play, the play where we're at and yeah. I was in the third row looking down someone's shirt. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, it's just so beautiful. Right. Yeah. yeah. But no, like, uh, so, so the, I don't know. It's, it's got a, it's got a strong message and like it, it could have been done differently to make it a little bit more serious than melodramatic, but I think overall yeah. it really works well. Nice. Uh, and yeah, uh, people, people should check out, uh, Godzilla minus one, yeah. especially if they liked, uh, the other two highly rated ones, uh, mm-hmm. the original Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, which I'll recommend if you haven't seen that. It yeah. Is a um, and, uh, and Shin Godzilla, the one that was made by Hideaki. Oh my uh, God. That's so yeah. weird and delightful. Yeah. It's excellent. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Shin, Shin Godzilla, you know, is like captures kind of like, uh, you know, the post Fukushima, like government yeah. failure of Japan. Yeah. And, yeah that's a know, great way to describe it. And and the original Godzilla captures this sort of uh like nuclear insecurity of Japan and like right. you know and and this one uh Godzilla minus one I would say captures this sort of like uh 
Yeah, the sort of like post-war conflicted feelings, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of like like dealing dealing with the I don't know, kind of having kind of having like the um like no moral high ground to be on and like how do you Yeah. uh how do you how do you kind of rethink who you are as a country a little bit and yeah, yeah. like interesting yeah it it's it's really good nice cool I'll have to see if I can sneak cool. out while Sue's in town and see that yeah right do it I also need to see Boy in the Just Heron sometime this week too I need to see that as well yeah yeah Daniel needs to go with me to what the Boy in the Heron yeah I'll go see it yeah I like nice let's go right now. We don't have time. I have to take Levi to the eye doctor. We have to go to lunch. Well, make him take himself. He's got Uber. We need to get to get him. <laughs> <laughs> go pull those kids out of school well, right now. Yes. I don't think he's quite old enough to do that on, you know. He's fine. Maybe he's he is. I don't phone. know. You tell the principal there's a family emergency and then you go see a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I can do that later. I'm taking the lesson of the Christmas Carol to heart. I'm going to spend time with my loved ones. You there should, you and your yes. kid would love you for that. Levi would love you pulling out of school and go to the movie. <laughs> yes. Later. So, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the book I wanted to mention uh, was one I picked up when I was in St. Louis last. It's called This uh-huh. is How You Lose the Time War, and it's okay. written by Amal El-Motar and Max Gladstone. Mm-hmm. So it's also kind of a short book, but the idea is it's these two, like, I don't know, time spies that are constantly doing time travel shit and fucking with each other. Mm. So, like, the idea is they both work for competing, basically, uh, future versions of the world. One being, like, robot apocalypse future, where everyone's, like, Battle Angel Alita. Mm -hmm. And one being, like, uh, I don't know, weird druid, like, nature spirit. And they are constantly traveling back in time to affect things to like trim the time branches of the future and make it so that their team wins. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so it follows kind of a pattern for a while where it's like, here's the setup with someone who's only ever named red or blue and what they did like to get in good with Genghis Khan so that they could make sure that he did or didn't conquer Asia or whatever. And then they find a letter from the other one that was written in increasingly complicated ways. And basically tell them, like, yeah, we figured out what you're doing and we fucked you, so... <laughs> so, haha, Eat shit. So, like, things like uh, one of them traveling back and writing their message in the rings of a tree. So, like, they would come back oh. each year and scar the tree so that when you cut a cross station later, there'd be a letter in it. That kind of, like, time travel fuckery. Oh. <laughs> but it is really interesting where it goes from there and how they kind of develop a type of friendship and the lengths that ends up going. And of course, since it's time travel, you know, the different interconnected ways they've already influenced each other that you uncover was really good and very satisfying. And I always think the, the mark of a good time travel book is if you feel like you want and need to go back and reread the beginning again. So yeah. Check that box for me at least. Nice. So yeah, really good. Nice and short too. Cool. And just like as a throwaway note, like it's described on the book as being sapphic because both of those characters are women. 
and mm. they develop a relationship, except kind of doesn't matter that they're women at all because that never comes into play. So I don't know. Right. Kind of weird to just throw it on there as if that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't really remember if they ever even actually, like, meet each other in any sort of... Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, gets a recommendation for me. Nice. Cool. Nice. And now Danielle wants to eat a meal. We gotta go, because I have to pick up Levi at 2. Oh, shit. It's already 12.15. Mm. Oh, My You guys God. are technically at work, too. Yeah, you got to get a refill on your scotch if you're going to go back to work. Hungry. That's right. Okay, that almost wraps up the session for today. But before we close out, there is one more person who wanted to weigh in. Hey, Levi. Yeah? You read A Christmas Carol, right? I did. The play, right? Uh, I read, like, until, like, uh, he was going with the Coast of Christmas past... And then I read, like, a play of it. What did you think? I thought it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was really boring? Why was it boring? Uh, it had too many big boy words. I didn't understand them. <laughs> big boy words? Yeah, like, I can't really think of a good example right now, but, like, they were saying something, and it just was, like, words on a page, and I didn't mm, understand. Fair. Also, the concept is just kind of boring in general, in my opinion. You didn't like the concept? No. No. Was it scary? No. Oh. It wouldn't be scary if your friend came back from hell and was like, oh my god, you're messing up your <laughs> life. Um, no, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to change your ways and like keep Christmas in your heart? I guess. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Would you recommend it to all your friends? No. Oh. All my friends didn't like it because we had to it. read it for school. Did you get to watch a movie version? Uh, yeah, we watched the Disney animated one, like the 3D one. Oh, with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that? Um, he looks kind of (laughs) goofy. Did you ever see the Mickey's one? Yes, that one's the best one. Uh, okay. Did you ever see the Muppets one? Uh, yeah, I watched, I watched like half of it. Oh. That one's pretty good. Okay, fair enough. Which one's your favorite? Mickey, the Mickey one. All right. Because it's short, like, you don't have, like, an entire movie out of it. And uh, Scrooge McDuck is just the bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your opinion, sir. Yes. Anytime. All right. Okay. Now that was our session for today. Homework for this time? As always, the holidays can be a tough time. So if you're able, find some time to get together with friends, family, your pets, Anyone you hold dear, and enjoy each other's company. Maybe get a game of Blind Man's Bluff, or Yes, No going, huh? Or pass around a spiked punch. Or send us a message on social, and we'll wish you season's greetings, and God bless us, everyone. Today's episode was forged in life, made link by link and yard by yard by the ghosts of Chris, Chris Ham, Chris, other Chris Jacobson, Daniel, neither Chris Rowe. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading.
<laughs> I've offended Chris Ham. <laughs> he's just he had to uh, leave. It's because he's Jewish. Oh, sorry, Chris Ham. Too much Christmas talk. <laughs> Too much Christmas talk. Um, 